to get your helmets on because it's going to get rough in here. All the way from Studio B, it's showtime for John, Ken, and Mark, the Detroit Sports Authority. Welcome, everybody, to the Detroit Sports Authority. John Sarver here, along with uh, the Super CPA, Ken Pocket. But he is on assignment right now, and he is somewhere in Minnesota taking a former Detroit Lions to a better uh, football camp. Ken Pocket will be with us just a moment. Just want to tell you, everything here at the uh, Detroit Sports Authority is um, our own opinion. It's off the cuff. We have no idiot liners. We have no cue cards. We just it's two Dutch uncles talking on the back porch. We don't have the FCC here, but we do follow the DMCA rules. And sometimes the language might get a little uh, salty. And if it does, grab a pretzel. I'd say we're not bought and paid for it by anybody. Uh, we don't like Mr. I, so... <laughs> Everything else, um, we are not, that's right, we're not uh, experts, we're authorities, and that makes us one better. Okay, hopefully we got all that down, so if we do, it's definitely time to see if we can't bring in that that gentleman that's going to be somewhere in Minnesota, at least halfway there, halfway through, picking up up AJ. (laughs) Oh, God. Hey, Hey, Kenny, how are you? Hey, John, how you doing? Dandy, we're just telling everybody that you may be transporting a certain Detroit Lion over to the Viking camp right now, <laughs> getting him acclimated. That'd be you. Kenny? Well, maybe not Kenny. Um. Anyways, there you go, Kenny, you with us? Yeah, yeah. I'd be uh, transporting uh, Mr. Hawkinson over to Minnesota. And, you know, frankly, I don't have to drive him. He could fly because he's ecstatic to be out of this mess. (laughs) I got a funny feeling that he'd be more than happy just to walk. Yeah, I think so. It's phenomenal, isn't it? It, It's like, um, you know, we didn't kind of really like him when he was here, but he was serviceable. And now that he's gone, everyone's, that's it, the season's ruined. We'll never have a good team again. Okay. Hey, you know what? Get a clue. I <laughs> Get a vowel. <laughs> yeah. You just came to that realization, huh? Here's the story. <laughs> D- Dear Detroit Lions, we gave you a half a decade and a full decade and a half a century to get your act together. <laughs> so but you have you have to have patience. Yes, that's right. Yeah, because we like. I mean, here, cue the cack that's over there in hockey land that we like our defense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I like. You have to have. I have to have what? I have to have patience. How about this? I don't have to have patience. I have to go race the leaves. Yeah, really. I don't have to pay $17 for a hot dog and a small watered-down pop either. You know, we don't don't have to come see your crummy product. Correct me if I'm wrong, because we were looking around this uh, last Sunday, only because we were coming back in from raking the leaves. But it was like, wait a minute, Detroit Lions aren't on? Is there a blackout rule? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when did this happen again? How was Detroit not on over the air, you know, on, on CBS or Fox, whatever, you know? Because they were on the other one. They were on CBS. Were they? Because, man, we were looking all around for them, and it's like, where are they at? Where are they at? 
Anyways, we're we're hoping that the NFL would have a blackout rule so we wouldn't have to see these guys anyways. Yeah, no kidding. All right, so now, and one of the most confusing things, it's like, look, okay, you give us your second, we'll give you a third. And then you give us a third, we'll give you a fourth. No, no, we'll give you... How does that work? We get there, we move up from fourth to second. Right. And, and then that other... Now, our, our, our first, our fourth round pick is probably going to be one of the top picks in the fourth. <laughs> Their second is probably at the bottom, near the bottom of the second. So you're actually moving up, I don't say 40-something positions. Okay. And then- Now, next year... Next year, you have a swap of a of a um, conditional. How did that work again? Let me go take back and take a look. You have a, a swap of a conditional pick, and yeah. it's based on, I believe, whether or not the Vikings actually win a playoff game with this clown. So they they really think that he's going to be AJ is going to be the. The, the turning point that they're going to win just because of him? They had no chance, and then they trade for him? No. No, absolutely not. But their tight end's out 8 to 12 weeks with an injury. So oh. uh, they need to plug somebody else in. I mean, Hawkinson's a good player. He's not a great player. He's serviceable. His run blocking is uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's nothing special. No, I you mean... Know, we win- he went out and traded him number eight in the draft. I mean, that's that's Bob Quinn for him. But I mean, he's top ten in his position, like nine or ten. But I mean, it's like, dear idiots, you you trade in your division. How many people competitively trade in your division? But really, with the NFC Central, does it matter? With the North, does it matter? It doesn't. It doesn't matter because. Everybody's in the Lions division, for that matter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. But, I mean, you're right. It's like, so let me get this straight. Minnesota, get we get two draft picks. Minnesota gets two mm-hmm. draft picks and a top ten guy at his position. Boy, we fleece them. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. Okay, so we moved up. From was it from the third round to the second round or fourth round to the second round? Okay, here here here's here's how it goes. Okay, Minnesota sent two picks: a second and twenty three, and a third and twenty four. Okay, we sent them a fourth and twenty three and a conditional fourth and twenty four. So we're going to swap our fourth for their third in 2024, which may only be a few positions if they're near the top and we're near the bottom of the league. Right, yeah. However, if they, if they win a playoff game with this guy, then that, that fourth-round pick, pick drops to a fifth. If they win. So, question is, huh? Yeah, the question is, do you want these guys to win a playoff game with this guy to help that uh, 2024 pick, or do you want them to flame out to help the 2023 pick? The answer is, you know what? You're a Lions fan. You go figure it out. <laughs> if you're a Lions fan, <laughs> you don't have the mentality to figure that out. If you're a Lions fan, you're sitting there trying to figure out what little incremental difference is going to make this team a winner. And you've been doing it for 65 years. Well, I, I've never seen anybody trade a human. The the Almost the... The draft picks are almost a wash, going from fourth to second. Now, we invoke the Ken Pocket rule on this one. It's not where, it's who. Who's going to yeah. be doing this drafting? You know, if you had Millen drafting, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter if he drafted second. It doesn't matter if this stupid regime drafts second. It doesn't matter because you know you're going to bundle this up and get somebody else, or you're going to take that second round from Minnesota and get somebody who's hurt for three quarters of the season. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you. Here's here's the thing. It's also disjointed, and it goes back to ownership. Because if you look how this whole thing was constructed, 
you had a quarterback here, Matt Stafford, and you thought the world of him, and you hung on to him forever. You hung on to everybody forever. You have a couple of guys running the organization that are basically on their way out, and you hang on to them for an extra year. Then you decide to blow these guys out. You bring in the general manager, but, oh, you hired the coach, too. So now this guy is not connected to the coach. He's not accountable for having hired the coach. Now the question is, at what point do you get rid of the coach? Well, let's see. Here's what we do. Let's draft a quarterback and bring back Dan Campbell for one more year and then fire him. Yeah. Bring in a new coach, and you hand him the quarterback, who he had nothing to do with bringing in. Agreed. How's that sound? Yeah, and, and the thing is that this way we can buy another year for Dan Campbell. You know, it's like, well, we're starting with a brand new quarterback. You know, you got to give him time. You got. I hate like this is the part I hate in sports. One of the worst cliches of all time. Well, we got to give him time. No, you know, you, how much time? What's the magical number at the third year? It seems like in Detroit. Well, we got to give him at least three years to to prove themselves. No, you yeah. don't. <laughs> you get you get a guy that has Dan Campbell has a, a worst overall record in Detroit than the Detroit Pistons have this season. Yeah. You know, I mean, and we're using, you know, in air quotes. But, I mean, really, you take a look at the Pistons. The Pistons have more wins, and they've been playing a lot less. <laughs> so what the yeah. hell? You know, I yeah. mean, at one time, and I think this is like Sunday last week, it was like the Detroit Tiger, the Detroit Lions, and the Detroit Pistons had exactly the same uh, this schedule, the same standings, the same win one. Sitting at one five each, you know. It's like what the hell? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? After, the, after that Tiger season that we went through, good lord! Like, oh my god! Well, at least the Red Wings looked better. Oh, oops. Yeah, but well, you know, maybe not anymore. <laughs> we've seen this with the Red Wing thing, and we, we talked to Sue about this, that there was a couple of years ago, they came in like gangbusters. That's when they had the human pylon back in the, in the defense, you know, with Mr. Yeah. Erickson. And they won, I think they won the first three games, and everybody went, Wee! we're on our way. And then they tanked from there on in. And that's why when we saw this thing, and then all of a sudden, Oh, my God, the, the coach has been lionized already because he's going, well, you know, we don't have our top seven uh, forwards. Boy, no team can win without that top seven forwards. You know, our top seven forwards are out. Yeah, they are out. So yeah. now what do you do? Huh. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Dan. So we're, huh? <laughs> so we're looking at it. Yeah, we're looking at it. But well, you brought all these guys in, right? And you got Kubalik, who's looked really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Cop, who hasn't. True. You got Mata, who looks pretty good. Uh, you look. You got Sherat, who. Eh. Oh, I like Sherat. We'll I think he's all right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he he's a, brings a physical presence. He's gritty. But, yeah, he's gritty. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I give that man some lava to clean himself up because he's gritty. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But you're right. Yeah, I'll see. Yeah, the I mean, bombs look very good at times. I think Huso, Huso, you know, I think he looks yeah. pretty good. I don't think I would be going every other game with a new goalie, right? Huso until he falls apart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ned has not really so much yet, has he? No, but I mean, but they they start them, you know, like here's the Sabers, here's Boston. Oh, Huso, you can start against the Kraken. You can start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you, yeah, pretty much. Your goals against are going to look awfully nice with that. But I, I think Huso is, well, I don't know. I like Ned, too. Ned can stand on his head. I mean, it, it really was, you know, a close game until that third period. But then Sue made the, uh, the observation that it seems like third period is the killer for the wings, whether they run out of gas or they get confused or something. They get happy feet, but it, it used to be like with Jimmy Howard. The last three minutes of any period was like, oh, my God, look out. But, oh, my God, that game last, uh, when was that, Monday night against the Sabres? Yeah, the 8-3 thing. Like, Holy yeah. cow, did you guys 
decide to not show up tonight or what? Yeah, and the funny thing is that they kept it close through two. You know, well, I mean, the goalie kept it close through two, through two, but he had a, you know, he had something, you know, he, he's kind of brittle mentally, I think, because, man, he gave up a bad goal and then. Yeah, I, I worry yeah. about gold, about goaltenders that give up stuff from the blue line. You know, I mean, yeah. you can have some really good screens, but then again, it goes back to the Detroit bugaboo. All right, who's your defenseman? Yeah. Honick? No? You know, I mean, uh, who's your all-star defenseman up there? I mean, the, the seven-foot kid who's not even a defenseman, can you teach him how to play defense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like Scotty did with Fedorov, right? Yeah, that worked so damn well. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. You almost think that was kind of like a punishment thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in theory, it seemed right, but in a Scotty Bowman world, I guess it, it seemed like perfect sense. The crap thing is, as weird as Scotty Bowman was, he was a genius when it came to this stuff. Yes. I mean, the, the proof's in the pudding, but I just remember, you know, here's your last thoughts of Scotty Bowman. You could have saw, you know, the guy who saved Detroit Red Wing hockey in this era, or you can remember, you know, winning the Stanley Cup, and he jumps on the ice while everybody else is celebrating, and he's waving his hands, going, "That's it, no more, no more, I quit." And everybody went, "What?" Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I mean, I remember that as well as I remember Detroit winning the President's Cup and blowing it in front of uh, New Jersey. You know, yeah. oh, that was that was literally the first time I put my hand. Enough in a wall that it actually cracked the uh, drywall, you know. And then Gosh. I and I went, yeah. all right. <laughs> I had too many Mountain Dews tonight. <laughs> but I mean, we thought everybody thought for sure this was going to be the year for them. And then, you know, Scotty, what a jerk move. You know, let the team yeah. celebrate. My God, let the play celebrate. And then it, it was kind of like when the Bad Boys, when they had to hurry up, and you know, there was that draft. Almost two days yeah. later, and Mahorn had to go. Yeah. It, it was like, ah, can't we have nice things in Detroit? No, no. Uh, clearly you can't because you can't have uh, Verlander. Wah, wah. Hey, how's that uh, World Series doing for you there, son? Yeah. Dear Crinkly. It's just, you, you look at our history here and about how it's been, and you now the fans are so hungry at this point for any sign of life. And you know, we get this show over the off season, hard cocks, and I call it hard cocks because all these fans watched it and got boners. Okay, oh my God, the testosterone that uh, Dan Campbell brings. Oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> Seriously, guys, come on. <laughs> Look, they're, then, uh, they're singing and dancing. That's what I want in my pro football team. That's right. That's right. We'll bring a choreographer in. We don't need a coach. We need a choreographer. <laughs> oh, my and God. Then the start, and then the season starts and everybody goes droopy. Yeah. <laughs> what do you expect? I mean, this is... What did we say... Two weeks before Lions season. This is every single Detroit Lions season. It's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. You know, yeah. that big anticipatory feeling. Here it comes. It's going to be here. The great pumpkin's going to be here. Let's all believe. Oh, here he comes. And then it never comes. And then it's like, wait till next year. You'll see. You'll see. It's so pathetic. Yeah, you know? yeah it is. It actually is. You know, you know how you can draw kind of some conclusions, Kenny, about how it's going for the Lions, is that when the FM station has the uh, the after show, you know, where you can call and vent or be happy or whatever, they got yeah. nobody, nobody calls in. What, what else are you going to say? You know? Yeah. And thank God that there's you know some what, apathy. You know what you should say if you're a Lions fan? I got suckered again. Yeah, first of all, you don't identify yourself as a Lion fan because, really, I, I, we almost go back to the Patty Kay version of the show. How can you defend? It's so fun to go, come here, little Lion fan. 
Get all, you know, get that lather, you know, slap that nice lion butter on that bread. Mmm, tasty. You know, and then you kind of go, did you spit it out because it's moldy? You know? Yeah. There's no way to defend the lions. There is none. There is not a position that you go, we're going to build a statue. And so here's another one of those things that you talked about about two years ago. Things go bad, it becomes, and they do it in politics a lot, things go bad, it's look over here, look over here, don't look what's in front of you, look over the shiny object over here. So let's build ourselves a statue of Barry. Oh boy! Yeah. I mean, can we address the quarterback issue? Can we address your O-line that is starting to fall apart a little bit? Right, can we address your defense? You know, but look at the shiny object. With Barry, is the statue going to have him holding a fax machine? (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. Is it going to say something? Barry Sanders, the best running back that Detroit ever had, left because the team was going nowhere and he hated the ownership and it was just one big floundering situation that this man left in the height of his career could easily been the best ever could easily have beat anybody from the Dallas Cowboys if he would have just stayed another year but the lines are so atrocious this man threw it all away the end yeah I mean, and then you got to remember that Barry had nothing to do with the Detroit Lions organization for decades Decades. I mean, I don't know what's going on. Maybe he's feeling older or the wallet's getting thinner or something. But all of a sudden he's making all these commercials and stuff, and now he's Lions Pals? Yeah, yeah. A big big problem he had with them, if you recall, was they made him pay back some of his uh, signing bonus. Just Just like Megatron. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, your family owns a, a corporation that its stock uh, say, um, icon is one letter. One. I think you guys have plenty enough money, even if you guys gave $10 million as a signing bonus. to actually go. I don't know any other NFL team. Do you, Kenny, that goes after the signing bonus? Well, I'm sure there are. Yes, there are. Um I don't know if any of them are successful, but uh, you know, it all. It all. Frankly, you take a look at the ownership's attitude towards its players. Then you look at its ownership, the ownership's uh, attitude towards its fans, and usually there's a connection. Yeah. And I look at the Lions, and I say, you know how they treat their fans, don't you? You have to have patience. Yeah, but you come out you come out in this this generous impromptu news thing, you know, how many can questions did you take? I mean, if this is a, a press conference, it's different than you know, normally press conferences, pressers have a Q and A at the end. You know, and you yeah. took how many? You know, and you're gonna bring out Rod the Bod and and Spielman? It's like, dear Spielman, mm-hmm. what's your job again? Yeah. Well, hey, Rod, what's your job? He's watching Why over the mansion. Here? He's watch, He watches over the mansion, watches over the money, for, you know, uh, how everything's going at the Ford house and all that stuff. And, oh, by the way, you know, it, it, it's... What do you know about football, Rod? Oh, uh, Sheila, what do you know about football? Uh, Ford family, what do you know about football? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Nothing. You know? Yeah, and oh, by the way, Sheila, what do you know about running a company? Crickets are chirping. I hear them. Well, she's a good sports person because she played tennis in, you know, in Brown College or whatever that was. So she knows what the competitive fires are. But, dear Sheila, how many gold cups do you have? Yeah. Hey, I got some gold cups. Get out of here, Mrs. Ford. <laughs> and it, it, it's just phenomenal. You have the most in-depth, in-depth team with one playoff win in your lifetime. It is phenomenal that your team can but go. You know what? what? 
But you know, wait till next year. They're going to turn it around. Oh hell yeah! They they yeah. We have complete three words that should never ever be in sports. Culture. Where the fuck does this come from all the time? Culture. Yeah. Culture is like like uh, yogurt. Or, or like VD stains in someone's pants. You know, you got culture, and you're right. You have patience. No, you know, at all, zero. We don't know. As fans, we're paying you. We're not paying you $125 to go to Ford Field for patience or paying you for results. I have patience for Pop Warner teams. I don't have patience for pros. And I certainly don't have patience from the only team in the NFL where you could be born at Beaumont Hospital and get your retirement party. And in that whole span of that lifetime, you get one fucking playoff win. One. Yeah, but they just don't know how to win. They want to win, but they just don't know how. Now, here's here's the thing. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Yeah, the uh, the division they play on play in is the NFC North, right? Yeah, well, I liked that better one. It was the Central. It was cooler. How many, how many times have they won the NFC North? In the last what? I mean, forever. Ever. Ever. Let's see. One. Yeah. The answer is none. It wasn't the NFC North. When oh, it was the Central. No, okay, all right. Never. Ever, ever have won the NFC North. Have they ever came in second? Hey, you know what? Hey, maybe they came in second. Wow. <laughs> that means next year we got momentum. You know? Yes, we got momentum. I mean, dear Detroit. We're going to win the offseason. I mean, Kenny, you know how Green Bay is structurally set up with their management. It's like a board of director kind of thing. There's that one member. It's kind of, uh, you know, and everybody puts their money in the pot, and that's how we have a team. Okay. Somehow, mm-hmm. and, and that's not the most stable way, or maybe it is, the most stable way of running a team, but they need money because they're in one of the smallest markets, if not the smallest market. So there is the conspiracy amongst many. You know, that Detroit gives Green Bay on their last game over $4 million to lay down so Detroit can say, look, we beat Green Bay. We have momentum going into next year. Mm-hmm. And then, it could be, too. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, and Green Bay says, you want to do what to your draft position? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get them. They'll screw them over. That's brilliant. That yeah. really is. <laughs> You know, but you're right. But and then again, it keeps. It's like, look, delusional lion fan. You know, the reason why Green Bay does it is because they going on to maybe a Super Bowl, and they arrest their people because they have people to rest. They're that good. You know, it, it, it's insane. And now people are trying to do. I, I I love to go back to the drops of how everybody thought that. Goff was going to be the quarterback. Look at how he's just gangbusters. As soon as the defense picks up, we're going to be great. And look what happened. Yeah. He's back to Goff. Yeah. Yeah. But now people are like, well, how much is going to hit us against the cap? (laughs) Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You know, you look at players come and players go over and over and over again. The wheel turns. Nothing changes. No. But wait, you know, what, what, you know, maybe we need to get rid of Dan Campbell. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe we need to get rid of Jared Goff. Maybe that's the answer. Get rid of Wayne Fonts. Maybe that's the answer. Or maybe we get rid of maybe we get rid of Scott Mitchell. He sucks. He's that's the answer. Get rid of June. Get rid of Mouse. Get rid of um, Chuck Long. Get rid of this one. Get rid of... That's the ticket. That'll do it. No. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, mean, it's so funny. At one time in our lifetime, Kenny, and you're in my lifetime, it used to be, you're right, oh, we got to get rid of Chuck, you know, we got to get rid of this guy, that guy, this guy, 
but you know, and then it used to be there used to be these little cries in in the forest that said, "Get rid of the Fords!" Oh no, no, Fords aren't the problem. They don't play on the field. And now it's an ex, you know accepted fact. It's the Fords. Yeah. <laughs> you know, come to Detroit, get an easy paycheck. You don't have to win. There's no pressure for nothing. Pat your stats. Go on to free agency. Yeah. So the proper way to be a Lions fan is to just accept the fact that they will not win. Ever. You don't go there to cheer them on to victory. No. To play that stupid song with the guy in the hard hat. And okay. The toilet you flush. You like That's all. Yeah. If you actually think they're going to win, you cheer for them to win, your life is going to be a long and miserable life. <laughs> if you accept the fact that they are who they are and you are who you are and you just ride with it to hey, go there and have a couple beers and do whatever you want to do there. But, I mean, don't take it too seriously. It's almost like, you know, if any bar was smart enough like in Warren or Livonia or somewhere, to open up your parking lot, have people tailgate there, because some of the people, like Patty, you, you know, will go down there, oh, the tailgating's so much fun. Oh, it's a blast. It, what, what part of it's fun? You know? But okay, I'll, I'll give it to you. You know, we've been there one time, and it wasn't spectacular. I mean, the guy was trying to make pizza on a barbecue. Okay, <laughs> whatever, you know. I mean, people were, evidently it's a social thing because people knew each other, and it was kind of like going sure. back to your old school. But okay, but then mm-hmm. after that, you have to walk into the Roach Hotel, you know, with your $125 yeah. ticket minimum. I should say minimum. There's a yeah. few cheaper, but there's a lot more expensive. You know, I mean, how many people, what a jerk you got to be if you're a season ticket holder. What keeps you there besides, again, we quote Patty, you know, well, maybe this year and then, you know, ticket prices will go up like crazy and, and, you know, we already got ours locked in. Well, news for you, if the Lions ever won a playoff game, those ticket prices, they go up anyways. It doesn't matter if they win or they don't. Well, you know, at least they're trying. Well, how can you tell? <sighs> Trying to become competitive. Yeah, well. You know, I mean. How, uh, well, you know, even the players. Well, they're trying. Well, how can you tell? Would you know the difference? Yeah, I mean, really. And then, you know, it's it's to the point, Kenny. Have you noticed this before? I mean, I'm talking about like about a decade ago or something. It was fashionable to rag on the referees, you know, shortchanging Detroit. Oh, my God, we got yep. screwed. And then the last couple of years, yep. it was like, oh, I can't believe, you know, all these miracle kickers can kick 65 yards. <laughs> it's kind of weird <laughs> that it happens that way, you know. And yeah. before, it used to be, you know, if we only got a decent quarterback, and then you're right, then it was Sue, and then it was, and then it was, and then it was. You know, now if people don't, it, they don't even make excuses anymore. We just know you're crappy. Yeah. It's just like politicians that used to get caught in bed with some other, you know, person besides their wife. They would like, oh, I don't know how that, you know, somebody must have uh, broke into my phone and 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 just put this woman right next to me and you know, all this. Now it's like, yeah, what about it? Yeah. <laughs> and it's almost like Detroit Lion fan or Detroit Lion. You know, like the Ford family. Yeah, we suck. What about it? Thanks for your money. Thanks for another, you know, that you guys... I would love to hear what the attendance was for last week. You know, do you come in to see the other team? And now here's another thing, Kenny, to consider. If Detroit Lions ever win a playoff game, ever win a playoff game, you know, in the 2000s, um, are they going to become like? Uh, the... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I couldn't hear you. There was a uh, there was a unicorn that just walked across in front of me. Yeah, I hear you. You know, it, but I mean, are they going to be the Kansas City Royals of the NFC North? I mean, win once and then we don't hear from you for about another decade. Win once. And then another decade, just enough to keep people. I mean, people are still excited about the Tigers because they won in '84. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, here, here's here's the thing too. You look at the Tigers, and you know now they're starting to generate some interest because we went out and we hired this new guy, and he's going to redo everything. Yeah, we heard that, 
back in 2015 when Avila was hired, and he's going to modernize everything. Remember that? Yeah, they got. He's going to bring in analytics. Yeah, he's going to this, he's going to that. Yeah, I guess he was going to, wasn't he? But did he? If he did, show me the results. Well, did it e- matter? Even better, Kenny. Who's in the World Series tonight? Mr. Dombrowski's team. And who else? And the Mr. Verlander. Yeah. Okay. So here's the story. So maybe, maybe it wasn't AJ Hinch that was helping out making the team spectacular, because in his time here, he has not made one player better. He hasn't done any kind of fabulous strategies. He's had two shitty years while his old team, with a lot of his players still on it, are back in the World Series. So tell me, you know, was it the manager or was it the system? Was it was it the, the process? The process. Oh, there's another great word. Yep. The that's process. The new, yeah, this, this mystical to, thing. You have to trust the process. Yeah. Which is just word soup for we have no fucking idea what we're doing. Yeah. You know, what exactly is the process? The process must be followed. All right, how 1984 of you, but what is the process? Well, the process is we have to make sure we go slow. No, that means that you get a third-year extension for, you know, I mean, there's no reason for Blash to be here at all. I mean, after the first year. And then you have somebody like the Lions. You know, you're a professional football team. There's only a handful of you, I'm 30, but, you know, you you hire a coach, a head coach that ha- was an intern for about mm, that long, had a crappy winning, losing record, did not, was not a head coach at all, ever, and then you guys decided to hire him and put him in right away so he could learn on the job. Awesome. What kind of stupid-ass thought is that from ownership? Yeah, but you know what? We don't know the full story there because, you know, let's say, let's say you're uh, Sheila. Yeah. And you're going to start looking to hire a new head coach. Right. So you pick up the phone book and you start calling numbers and you hello, uh, yes, Mr. Uh, Smith. Yeah, I'm Sheila Hamp. I'm from the uh, Lions, and we're looking to hire a new head coach, and we were wondering if, uh, hello? Hello? <laughs> Drop the call, damn it. Here, try it again. Got a Peter. Just talk to him. <laughs> okay, let's get, who's next on the list? Uh, okay, Mr. Jones. Yeah, hi, this is Sheila. <laughs> The number you have reached. <laughs> yeah, the number you reach is not currently in in uh, service. Please try, check the number. Try again, or or call volume is extremely high. I love that one. God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's down to the point where it's like, yeah, Sheila, you know what? Oh, it's not just a good fit for me. But I have a guy who's waxing my car right now. I think he would like the job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, because you think about it. It happened with your, your fine piston owner. It happened with the Fords. And it happens even more with the Fords. If you come in and you're like this real cult of personality kind of guy, I give you Mr. McMillan, you know, the Millen Man March. I mean, he came in like gangbusters and just wowed the old man, you know. And so it's like, yeah. okay, let's see, you have no experience? Great. Just, you could be one of it, You notice how that works out? The ownership mirrors the coaching staff. No experience. No idea. It has no clue what they're doing. And if they lose, oh, well, you still get paid. I give you Millen. Yep. I give you uh, this guy now, you know, Mr. Kneecap. Come on, Campbell. You know better. You know, it, it, it's just, it's amazing. And then think about that one time, Kenny, where they reached out to the NFL and said, look, we need help. And so Tony Dungy says, okay, great. I know this guy that's fairly decent. Uh, he's been an assistant, so-and-so. Here's Mr. Cadwell. Cadwell, here you are. Have fun. Oh, boy, 9-7, and 9-7. and seven. Here we go. And, and, and that was the last time somebody even reached past six. All yeah. right. Not saying yeah. that he was a great guy. 
his first year, he went 11 and 5. Yeah. Okay. And then he went to 9, uh, nine and 7, 9 and 7, and Mr. Uh, Quinn says 9 and 7 is not good enough for the Detroit Lions. Yeah, so let's get somebody who will never, ever even see seven. Okay. Yeah. You know? We've got this guy here. We know him. He's been real good for us. He is a... He's a genius. genius. Yeah. And now take a look. So, now now he's an offensive genius. Another phrase we need to shit can. What, genius? genius? Yeah. 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 I've seen a lot of geniuses in sports and... Not too impressed. <laughs> um, Not too all right. Well, let's see. Uh, yeah. Well, I would say that Bowman, genius, weird, okay. but genius. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. The gentleman that had the uh, Cubs for a little bit. You know, the GM for those guys. He was. Oh yeah, Epstein. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he was fairly decent. Um, well, what I call him a genius, uh, I kind of look at it like this, you know. In in the uh, land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. Yeah, but still, look what he did. He took uh, the traditional Detroit Lions of baseball and built them into a machine, you know, and actually yeah. won it all. Okay. Once, and then everything just kind of went... I will take once over never, you know, but all right. Oh. Granted, granted, but uh, you know, to, to be proclaimed a genius, I think you got to do it more than once. I think it, because, it, you know, we throw, we throw the dynasty word around in sports. Yeah, class, that's got to go too. So what's a dynasty? What do you mean by dynasty? Well, there isn't any, and that's why when you get the Lions in there and they're trying to get this, instead of a third round or a fourth round, we get a second round. It doesn't mean, and it's like, well, we're going to build a great foundation. It doesn't mean these guys are going to get the hell out of here. There's another one, foundation, and it only applies to the Lions because when they say foundation, you think everybody not only is going to get better year after year after year, you know, but you're going to, like, everyone's going to stay. I mean, folks, after their rookie contract with the Lions, how many sign up? How many re- get re-signed? Yeah. How many get the hell out of here? Well, a lot of them, frankly, they leave here and they retire because they're done. Nobody else wants them. Yeah, I mean, I give you Galladay. Youch! What happened there? Yowch. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, but you look at all these guys that leave the Lions and they just, they don't. They're nothing. Well, they're, you, you don't. You don't give them a second contract. Maybe they go play on the practice squad somewhere else for a year or two, and then they're done, and that's it. Why? Because most of these guys wash out. It's not like well, you couldn't get the most out of them. There was nothing to get. Yeah, it, it's kind of like I give you Sue. You know how many places yeah. did he go after here? And he was pretty good at certain pl- in certain stops, but where is he yeah. today? You know? I mean, it's, whatever it's Beverly Hillbillies is on. That money, I think. Job well done. They actually, yeah, they actually, uh, it was Cleveland that approached him, wanted to sign me. He said, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you blame him? No, not in the least. I'm telling you, if I'm HBO, Hard Knocks or not, I'm going to Cleveland next year because that's going to be a zoo. Oh, God. In our opinion. You know, I mean, with everything going on, and you better hope to God that that quarterback comes out, Mr. W, comes out and he can actually take that quarter of a billion and do well because that's what they're saying. You know, he hasn't really played in a couple of years. As yeah. quarterback, which means you don't get stuck in a Michael Jackson kind of chamber and don't age. <laughs> you know, you actually do get, you know, you get older and, well, they can get back in shape. They're a pro athlete. They're bit, 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 bit. You hope. You know, look at yeah. Stafford. Boy, he was 100%. He was winning everything, got the Super Bowl ring. And uh, how are we doing now, boys? Yeah, just think, you know, the uh, the worse he plays, the better the uh, draft position for the Lions pick will be next year, right? Yeah, but you know what I'm really thinking oh, yeah. about? Let's, let's, let's start talking about the draft next year because they're going to win the offseason again. Well, we're already uh, talking draft. 
I mean, let me yeah. dangle this in front of you. There is no team that could use AJ's talent, and we couldn't get like a defensive player for him. Nobody. Yeah. We couldn't get yeah. a top ten defensive player anywhere in any of the teams. Okay. Yeah. Well, one of the problems I think that we have here in Detroit is we tend to overvalue our our players. Oh, sure. I think you know, when you take a look around the league. Uh, just how much value did this guy really have? Yeah. Oh, I agree. I didn't even think he was all that... Not as much as we all thought. But, you know, the funny thing, Kenny, is that you still have him on a one-year rookie contract. You could still, you know, you don't have to pay the guy, and then you can see how he really is, give him extension or not, but you just got him for a year for literally, you know, we still keep our picks. We just switch them around a little bit from four to two. Okay. Yeah. But you know damn well that two is going to go somewhere. They're going to try to bundle it up and then get, oh, I don't know, Baker Mayfield, I bet. He's not doing uh-huh. nothing. You know? yeah. I just I just pity anybody that if you're going to go after a pro quarterback, it the bidding starts at $280 million guaranteed for whoever you get. You know, yeah. as long, If it's not a rookie, that's what you're going to get. And if you bring in a rookie quarterback... I have not seen a rookie quarterback light up anything in the last couple of years in the NFL. So, yeah. you know, and God bless Pittsburgh. E-U! Job well done, boys. You know? I mean, here's how... And we thought we had stupid management. Who literally goes after Mitch Trubinsky? Who? Huh. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, but see, and, and it goes back to what you said almost at the top of the show teams don't blow up at quarterback until they run. I, I give you Aaron Rodgers. And who are you going to bring in, Mr. Love? All these guys ride these guys for way too long and because they don't want to upset the apple cart. They don't want Aaron to feel bad that we got somebody else coming right behind him. And now look at the situation. Are you afraid of Green Bay this year, Kenny? Not at all. They stink. They're a mess. You know, and here's here's the thing, though. You're afraid of upsetting Aaron Rodgers? Well, look how he freaked when they drafted a quarterback. That's hey, what I'm saying. Freaked. I'm saying. Well, he's freaking he's everywhere. Football life. I mean, he's kind of like the Elon Musk of quarterbacks. I mean, he gets the weirdest women of all time in our estimation. And, you know, and, and then there, you just see them just go weird. Or unless they figured out yeah. this this political thing where the weirder shit you say, the more time you get on air, the more publicity you get. Boy, I wish, like the Kardashians with the big fat asses, and, and we couldn't wait until that fad went away. I would sincerely like when people just get back to being regular humans and not have to say the weirdest shit possible so they get on TV. Yeah, well, TV. you know, I consider, I consider myself to be, to be fairly... Uh, uh, current with, uh, you know, fairly well-informed because I watch all the political ads on TV. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's got to be easy to write political ads in this era. Yeah. There's three words that you need to use. Extreme, radical, and dangerous. Yeah, well, now, what I'd like to know is why do we only have people running for office today that are extreme, radical, or dangerous? I'll tell you how. I'll tell you why off mic. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> some some of them actually that actually does apply to you know. But but that's yeah. why we're talking yeah, sports yeah. here. Yep. Um. Anyways, did you see the Detroit Tigers today in their pickup? No, dude. Where you been? Huh. We snatched Busy. we snatched up a fine pitcher today who's played okay. in the uh has fourteen games of experience and has he's tickling a ten O uh ERA. He's like nine three four or something. There well, you go. Here we there you go. I mean, you know, maybe it was just a change of scenery that he needs. And the guy's like thirty one or something. No, he's not that old. Wow. You know, but I mean, you're actually looking on the waiver wire, you're looking on the clear wire to get, you know, you start at the bottom 
where their ERAs are tickling 10? 10. Yeah. Okay. What do you see in this guy? You know, we have enough folks that are at 8 and 9. Do we just need somebody so you can figure out the screen? 10? Yeah, Yeah, we just needed somebody to come in and pick up the... uh Pick up the cleats at the end of the practice, so yeah, he, he, he's available. Well, maybe you can like get this guy out instead of having your shortstop pitch. You know, call for this yeah, dude. I mean, he's a human gas can. Ten. Why would you huh. look, Kenny? If you were a general manager, why would you look at anybody who has an ERA over four, over five? Because we think that we can coach him up. We can teach him uh, a higher spin rate, find his arm slot, and voila. <laughs> There's another word we got to get rid of. Arm slot. Yeah. Words. Yeah, and you know, I'll tell you what else we need to get rid of. What? Any word that comes out of the mouth of Jim Price. Uh, well, the... E-whip, I've had enough. Okay? Um, art of pitching, art of hitting. Oh, you know what? We're done. Yeah, but it, it, he comes from the era where you had to have catchphrases, you know, yeah. where you had to have back, 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 you know, and all the like the ESP and sports centers kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's like we're, we're past that now. We You don't have to have boom goes the dynamite and you don't have to have whatever Bernie's bloopers were, you know. I mean, does anybody watch like broadcast news shows, you know, local news shows for the seven and a half minutes of sports? Uh, did they still do seven and a half? I don't think so. I think they give him like a minute and a half. Actually, with Bernie Bernie Smilovitz, what they do is they give him like 30 seconds to tell the sports and then one minute for his dumbass uh, video clips that he pulls off the Internet. You know, that's cute before the Internet. But now when yeah. everybody's got the Internet, we see these before you can put it all together and make it a Bernie's bloopers. I mean, what yeah. kind of boomer is sitting on the couch going, Hey, look at this. I never saw this before. You know, by that time, yeah. it's already been like one of those virtual or, yeah, videos all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. It really is. All right. Yeah. So let's see. Let's talk about the Pistons. Okay. So let's talk about U of M. Okay. You know, all right, Pistons, uh, what are you, the new Denver, you know, Nuggets back in the day when they had Allen Iverson? Defense, what's that? No? Yeah. I mean, it, it's become like Harlem Globetrotters. We'll just keep trying to score and hope to God at the buzzer we scored more than you did. Yeah. No? Okay. So, hooray for them. I mean, how many wins they got now? Two? Two, Yeah. Yeah. You rock. And people are starting to question, well, is it the coach? Could be. Could be. Yeah. Again, yeah. a coach that comes to Detroit and automatically comes stupid. You know, because he was yeah. decent in, in Toronto. Sure. But you know what? Something, Kenny, and, I, and perhaps you know, and I, I missed it because of everything else going on. You know, is... Did the owner show up and shoot uh, T-shirts into the audience this year? I don't know that. Has Gaza ever been, Mr. G, ever even came in this? Because normally they make it like a big hoopla. Oh, here's the first and last time he'll be in Detroit this year. (laughs) Yeah. Phenomenal. I don't know if if he came or not. All right, your thoughts of the tunnel thing? The tunnel thing? Well... Obviously, they crossed the line. Okay, and the guy swinging the helmet—that's pretty damn bad. Really? Uh, yeah. I think anybody that any Wolverine that gets hit, oh well. I mean, <laughs> why all of a sudden we like the Wolverines? We hate their guts. You know, I mean, seven and zero and and feeding on cupcake teams is kind of cool, but. I want to wait to the whole thing. It, it's kind of weird, though. What is that, What are they doing there? You know, in the in the tunnel, the whole tunnel thing is getting weird because now you just gave credence yeah. to Penn, you know, to Penn State that said, yeah, there's, there's something wrong with that. 
So, you know, uh-huh. has Michigan, where's the rest of the team? Why is there only two guys in there? You know, you're right, throwing around the helmet and all that stuff. That, that there's. I'm waiting for the whole thing to come out because I saw the video and I said, yeah. just yeah. put the kill to Michigan State's football team. But let's just wait. Let us not overreact and then, you know, punish those who need to be nailed. But way to go. What a, what a great way for Tuck to get out this season. Oh, you know, we were just starting to play better, too, and we had to spend all of our guys, and that's why we only have three wins this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just got to have patience. <laughs> oh, God. All right, patience in the last minute that we're here, my good man. What did we not talk about? Oh, what didn't we talk about? Oh, boy. Let me think. You want to do the NASCAR thing with that guy riding the wall? That was kind of cool, Mr. Ross. Yeah, you know, okay, I I, I got some up with it. Okay. One thing we didn't talk about is, you know, we're we're talking, starting to talk about the NFL draft by default. (laughs) And, you know, I, I noticed something as I'm looking at these listings of draft picks. You know, draft positions, and the Miami Dolphins forfeited their first round pick. So we're looking at the uh, listings, and it shows picks one through thirty-two. And then the first round starts at thirty-three, but the Dolphins' pick will not be done. Uh, there, they will not. There will not be a pick in that position. Okay. And so, if you're the Lions, and you wind up with the worst record in the league. Oh my God, who would imagine that? Uh, and your pick in first in the second round, it says pick number 33, but it's actually the 32nd player being selected. Well, So I heard some guy today say, well, that makes it another first round pick. Huh? Oh? Huh? Really? I think so, huh? The only thing about a first-round pick is you have a fifth-year option. And the second-round pick, which is what it would be, doesn't. So don't tell me it's a first-round pick, asshole. How does that make it a first-round pick? Like you would magically pick up Miami's pick, their first-round no, pick? If you're picking, if you're picking 33rd, it's actually the 32nd player chosen. Okay, so if you pick up the first guy in the second round, which would be the 33rd person, then... 33rd uh, slot, but one of the slots went unused. He's actually the 32nd player chosen. Okay, so then you can... That's like the first round pick. So you can psych yourself up like if they really had all that, that would have been a... Oh, God, that is so reaching. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, all right, so I assume if the guy... I, I, I heard that. I said, you deserve this team. <laughs> Make a poop. Well, I like it, too, and, and people still go, you know, they could still win out. You know, it's an easy division to win if they just won out. You know what, really? You might get a chance against Chicago. You might get a... Just Lions luck, they would win against Green Bay. And then they would lose the next four, and then the but people would do the the uh, Detroit Tiger thing. Well, we won six games ago, you know. Any time uh, now, you know, it's like all uh, right. You know, you hear, you hear some of this stuff, and you say, okay, tell you what, I need to hurry up and set up a sports betting uh, website <laughs> so I can get your money because boy, you're a sucker. <laughs> yeah, it's like give me your money, I'll kick you in the nuts, and I'll tell you you lost your money. There you go. You know, you got yeah. you got about as much fun out of it as you should. Good God, with sport betting, and now have you seen there is now an explosion of even more uh, sports betting that you can do on your phone. I mean, now it, it, it's almost like when uh, when Gen X people look at boomers and they tap them on the head. Oh, that's nice. It's so nice that you guys had newspapers at one time. You know, it's almost like you look at, at DraftKings and stuff. And you just tap them on the head and it was like, ah, oh, thank you for being the first ones, guys, but we'll take it from here. I mean, you take a look yeah. on your phone of how many different, on your apps, of how many different betting apps, and now there's some folks that are, are making inroads with you're hearing them on radio and you're hearing them on TV and stuff. It's like, here comes your explosion, and you're right. It, it's going to get to the point, it's going to be like opening your own company. Anybody can do it. You just have to get up enough money and then, you know... <sighs> 
I, it's almost like like when marijuana became legal in Michigan. Well, legal in Michigan when they had all the dispensaries, it was the wild west. Anybody that had you know a hundred acres was growing weed like no tomorrow, and then all of a sudden, whoosh, way too much weed. Yeah, and that's some economics for now. All right. So, young man, job well done, son. Uh, wish everybody nice over there. Hope everything gets a little bit better. We hope to see you, uh, if yeah. not here, then at the news studio in three weeks. But, um, yeah, it, it's like, yeah, our, our regards to everybody over there. You know, hope everybody's doing fine. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right, well, make sure that she stays away from the TV on Sunday then. Or maybe you should watch it then. <laughs> oh boy! Take it. I mean, really, you want to see? Yeah, that's anything's got to be better. All right, all right, Kenny. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Very good. I'll see. You. Oh, you know what we should do? Wait, 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 wait. We forgot. Uh, okay, so now you can go for all the people that are listening today. You can go see us on. on pick up our podcast anywhere, and you can pick it up on Apple Podcasts. Tune in. Goodle. Goodle. <laughs> oh God! iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Overcast, Podcast, Castro, Cashbox, Player, um, and there's some more too. So with that, uh, we'd like to say for the Super CPA Ken Pocket, myself John Server, thanks so very much for being part of the Detroit Sports Authority, and we'll see you next week. Ready on the Detroit yeah. Sports Authorities. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Ken. Bye now. <laughs> oh, that's <was> great. <laughs>